Have you ever questioned whether you would have left the relationship earlier if you were stronger? Maybe you're at the place where you're looking back and you're like, if I'd only done this, then this wouldn't have happened. And you start playing the if-then game of if I would have done this, then he wouldn't have left me. If I would have done this, then I would have left sooner. If I would have been better or stronger or healthier or looked better, or had more finances or whatever, then it might have changed. We run into the issue where people start to question and doubt everything that's happened in the past relationship. Oftentimes because a narcissist makes you doubt all of your reality. But then you start doubting you. Especially wondering, okay, why didn't I leave? Why wasn't this something I actually saw? Today, I want to talk to the common struggle of exploring this piece of the thoughts and the doubts that often rise up when you're in a narcissistic abusive relationship and even at the end of it. And I'm hoping like to be able to walk through this to help you understand like steps moving forward in healing of this doubt piece. Because managing the self-doubt can be extremely hard can be extremely difficult. And in talking with hundreds and hundreds of people that have been through narcissistic relationships, the self-doubt that kicks in, especially right after, is almost debilitating. Like it will leave people questioning and wondering and thinking and ruminating over and over and over about, wait, what about this? Why this? Maybe I should have, and it goes on and on. Have you had doubts today? Have you had doubts about the relationship? If so, I want you to leave a comment down below to say, I struggle with doubts too. Because just you saying that might help other people understand that they're not alone and that they can actually be free too. When we talk through this aspect of self-doubt, I want to first talk about understanding it and navigating the whys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's important to understand that self-doubt, it's natural in the complexities of narcissistic abuse. Like when people, when I talk to people and we sit down, we're, we're going back and forth, understanding their story and they're questioning things. I oftentimes have to tell them, hey, it's natural right now that you're questioning this. It's natural that you're upset about this. It's natural that you're wondering, why did this happen? How did this happen? It's natural. It doesn't feel natural in the moment because you're not used to it. It doesn't feel natural in the moment because it doesn't feel happy or good or or fun by any means. But it is natural. Because of the crazy making that you've been through, because of the abuse that you've been through, it's natural to start doubting yourself. Mainly because the narcissist started putting that on you over and over and over again. Like he started telling you, you weren't worth anything. He started telling you that you couldn't make these decisions. He started telling you all these different things to make you doubt to make you feel like you weren't good enough. One of the things that people ask is the question of, could I have done more? Like, what could I have done more to actually change the end result? At the end of the day, unfortunately, there's a lot of times nothing you could have done to change the end result. Now, what do I mean by that? Oftentimes in a narcissistic relationship, what you do is inconsequential to what the narcissist actually does. Why? Because the narcissist matters more than you do, so therefore the things you do don't really matter. Now, 
bring that to, to full aspect. If you got to the place where you allowed the abuse and you said, hey, it's okay and it's acceptable for you to keep abusing me, then it might last a little bit longer. But at the end of the day, how he's showing up is still going to be the same way. It's not going to change. It's not going to be, oh, I showed up with more love, so then now he loves me more. It doesn't work that way. You show up with more love, so that means there's more love that he takes. The difference is when you work on the relationship of like, can I do more? You get to the place you start to realize if I would have done more or if I would have done less, it wouldn't have changed the end result because nothing you've done so far has actually changed the other person. No amount of begging and of pleading and of asking this person to go to therapy or even them going to therapy has actually done the work in changing how they've actually shown up. Yeah, there's been like modifications. There's been like different pieces that have morphed and formed and, and, and kind of changed just slightly. But nothing that's actually been truly transformative. Nothing has actually taken this person from point A to point B where you've seen a radical difference in their life. So as a result, you start to question, maybe I should have done something more. And you start to doubt yourself. You start to think this wasn't good enough and you start to beat yourself up. This is especially hard after the relationship because you've beat yourself up in the relationship by how that person is treated and talked and put you down. And then you start beating yourself up after the relationship based on their head, their voice still in your head, telling you that you weren't good enough, telling you that it was your fault, telling you all these different things and putting you down over and over and over again. Sometimes people have the thought of, would I have left if I was stronger? And you start to beat yourself up about like, man, it's my fault. Like I should have shown up different. I should have shown up better. And all these thoughts start to play. And the thing is, if you would have shown up stronger, it might have caused the relationship to end sooner because that person would have been held accountable or that person wouldn't have liked it or it could have ramped up with the abuse faster. It's hard to know. But the doubt will be something that will slowly eat you away. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It will slowly be overwhelming. It'll slowly stem from a place where all of the manipulation that's been on you like starts to weigh on you so much that you doubt yourself about everything. We see this oftentimes in the workplace environment or as you're running your own business where you have been running your own business. You have been surviving as a single mom. You have been providing for your kids for a period of time and all of a sudden you no longer have this person in your life. And you start doubting yourself of like, I don't think I can actually do it. I was on live the other day and we were talking back and forth and someone was interacting with like, yeah, I'm worried about doing it on my own. And they were doubting their own abilities to be able to provide and to be able to take care of their kids. And the thing that they had to understand is they'd already been doing it on their own. You might be watching this today, and if you sat down and we'd scripted out and listed out the facts of the situation, you might realize you've been doing this on your own basically the entire time. The other person in your life didn't decide to show up consistently. So as a result, you're doubting, I don't know if I can do this on my own, but when you look back at the past, you start to realize you've actually been doing it 
on your own the entire time. Maybe you're just at the point today where you're questioning your decision, whether you should or shouldn't have left the relationship. Maybe you wondered, maybe I could have endured it just a little bit longer thinking that you leaving meant that you're weak rather than you being strong. There's this thought and this idea that you didn't try hard enough or you didn't work hard enough or you didn't put in enough effort. We see this a lot of times from a Christian frame or from a religious aspect of, oh, you gave up on the marriage or you gave up on the relationship. When in reality, you should never be in a relationship that is filled with abuse. But all these different pieces and nuances in life will start to make you doubt yourself. So what do we do about this? How do we actually help you reclaim your power and move forward? Because it's not just enough just to recognize it, but we also have to work on like managing the self-doubt and like helping you actually move forward in understanding who you are and how to continue moving forward in your growth. Part of it comes down to self-compassion, like practicing self-compassion by treating yourself with the same kindness that you'd offer a friend facing the similar doubts. And this could be sitting down and journaling. This could be doing a gratitude journal, like working through the process of like, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to change so that I can actually get to the place where I see myself as being confident and capable? Because everybody else, because the toxic person has been putting you down. So you're like, I don't know if this is even possible. But we have to take that first step. This healing piece is a journey. There's going to be different setbacks and doubts and ideas. And part of the doubts that you're facing are because you haven't walked this before. It doesn't mean that you're not capable. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. It doesn't mean that you're not smart enough or good enough or any of these things. It just means that this is a road that you haven't walked down before. This is where we try to help support people in communities because if we can put you around other people that are walking on the same path, it helps you understand you're not alone. There's other people out there that are struggling and dealing with the same thing and overcoming it step by step. The other piece is just taking a moment to check reality, to remind yourself the reality of the relationship that you were in, like the abuse that you suffered of saying like, no, like it's actually a good thing that I am out. Like there isn't anything else that I could have done. Like there isn't any other piece that I could have changed or developed that would have changed him because when I look at the facts, nothing would have changed. So as you sit there and you go through the entire thing of like, okay, let me go ahead and write down what happened. He did this, this happened, this was the abuse. And all of a sudden you start to realize, wait a second, it, I changed everything for this person and they didn't change anything for me. Like I morphed and modified who I was to be the person that they wanted me to be and they never changed anything. They kept showing up abusive over and over and over, even though they said, we're gonna change. So write down all the tactics, all the things that happened in the relationship and that were used to abuse and affect your well-being. And just using this as a reality check of like, wait a second, like I'm actually glad I'm out because this is how it was. Then I want you to reach out for help. Like if we can help you in any single way, we want to be able to connect you with other survivors, other people that are going through the same exact thing. This is why we have a seven day challenge called Escape Toxicity. You can go to escapetoxicity.com today to be able to see and understand about it. But just helping you understand narcissistic abuse, understand, wait a second, was I the narcissist? Like, was it just me reacting? What is reactive abuse? What about the shame? What about the guilt? How do I learn about this? I want to invite you to go to escapetoxicity.com today. 
It's a seven-day challenge. It's really short. It's really simple. It's just putting you in the same room with other people that are going through the same thing. Understanding that their self-doubt has been overcome with the education, with the knowledge, with the with the way to be able to work through the triggers that are affecting you on a day-to-day basis. That healing is there for you as well. Go to escapetoxicity.com today. Mm-hmm.